0: Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon, three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become Fundamentally Drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. Today we continue the conversation on drinking and cussing. (laughs) And as we stated last uh, episode, you have to remove the G from each of those if you're going to say it in true Oklahoma manner. So um, we went through uh, drinking uh, last episode and kind of ventured through. Uh, you know, we t- we really dialed in on the wedding of Canaan. Some great stuff. Tom had just recently been <laughs> writing sermons from there, as well as I'm sure Everett, and we kind of dialed into what all that means and what a feast means and the wine they've drank there and, and uh, so on. And so um, we did a, I I think I'm going to boast and brag on this. Now I think we did a pretty good job of covering things. So I wanted to touch on one more thing before we move on to cussing um, was in Paul's letters, uh, the mention of drunkenness and, or, or being sober and it's just, it seems like it's almost in every letter. It makes it in there. Um, so what? what is, in drunkenness, it seemed to be a standout thing that he pointed out to each of the communities he was writing to. So when it comes to drunkenness, what is the point? Why is it there? Why is it so relevant and so often in Paul's letters? And uh, what does that mean for us? Um, Everett, you want to start us off?
1: Yeah, so... When the Romans would come and, um, and, and build a city, or if they came and they conquered a city, um, the Romans Ramona. did. They, they did a cup. They did a couple things. They would build um, a theater so that you'd be entertained. Um, they would build a um, like a, a, a bathhouse so you can um, you know relax. And they would make sure that you had plenty of access to alcohol, so you would be drunk. Really? And and the Romans knew that if you were entertained, you were relaxed, you were drunk, you probably weren't going to cause a whole lot of trouble. And so, a big part of of Roman culture that you know, Paul's you know going to these cities that are that are largely um, influenced by. Uh, by, by Rome, uh, drunkenness was a was a big part of of you know the the the, day, the experience of life, and 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 we all know that drunkenness can you know I mean there's a big difference between enjoying a uh, a beer, enjoying a a case, <laughs> and and the decision making after one beer versus the decision making after a case is a what little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and so i think i, I mean i think paul you know really is, is is saying you know hey drunkenness is not uh what what was the line in in uh, animal house fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life I and mean, i think that's kind of what
0: paul's saying <laughs> That uh, that's that was good info, man. I, I'd love to know what book you got all that from. Um, I, I didn't I didn't know that the uh, theaters and would you say the bathhouses? That's brilliant. If you want to keep people, you know, give them what they want, give them luxuries. <laughs> yeah,
2: know? I mean that's awesome. Uh, Tom, thoughts? Well, that is drink was the available vice, mm-hmm. so overeating is gluttony over consumption or desire for money is greed drunkenness is over desire for alcohol so what do we in the church i grew up in we built a doctrine around avoiding the extreme so everything is based on the slippery slope argument you know mm, but right. you haven't lived till um, someone who just downed a two liter of Coke and ate a box of Twinkies tells you that drinking is a sin, you know? So, <laughs> and that's, um, I've been there. I've seen it. So, uh, any youth group lock in, you know, in that denomination. So, I, I. I think that if Paul were writing those letters to the church in America today, we have different vices available to us. Um, food, we have an overabundance of food. Um, not healthy food or good food. We have lots of food deserts and a lack of nutrition, but we have an overabundance of junk. bad junk. And we have an overabundance of of wealth. Um Unfortunately, most of it made off the backs of the poor around the world. Hmm. So we need to. I don't know that Paul would focus on drunkenness if he was. I'm not saying it's not a problem because oh, it is. Right, right, right. Would Paul focus on greed? Would Paul focus hmm. on gluttony? Would Paul focus on sharing? Would he say, do you really need the new iPhone? You know, the flip phone still works to hey. receive hey hey hey. hey watch it hey. now hold on no. <laughs> just kidding so <laughs> the point is moderate i mean the point is um the early church believed in the classic virtues nothing in scripture um says they did away with those and it's something we've forgotten but they were courage prudence temperance and i always forget the fourth one uh <laughs> But they were real important and they still are. <laughs> Except aren't.
0: for that fourth one. No, sorry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Repeat I, You know,
1: in... Tom, I, I, and I don't know, Justin, what do you think? I mean, I, I, I think that, um, the prevalence of, al I, I, I don't know, maybe the prevalence of alcohol seems to be a, as high or higher than it was. I mean, you know, you know, uh, beer bonging and, um, I mean, it, it just, it, it it seems like the overconsumption of alcohol is still something we wrestle with. Um, but like gluttony and greed, we sort of said, oh, well, if you're, you know, if you're against that, then you're kind of one of these like straight laced people. Hmm. That makes sense?
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you're like, we're okay with greed and gluttony, but we're not okay with drunkenness. It's very American. No, I would.
1: I, no, I think I think we're okay with drunk. I mean, I'm saying I think we're okay with drunkenness as a society.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, all you gotta
1: do. I mean, you know, I mean, all you gotta do, like, you know, go to um, go to Instagram, and you know, you'll see, you know, you know, you can see stupid videos of of college kids, you know, drinking and way too much excess and video of themselves doing stupid stuff while drunk.
2: Hmm. Um, the ironic thing, though, is...
1: Um, which, just to be honest, probably wasn't, outside of filming myself doing stupid stuff, I mean, that wasn't far from my college experience. <laughs> I was going to um, say,
0: thank goodness it wasn't around when I was in college.
1: <laughs> that's right. But, I mean, I, you know...
2: I had beer one time in college. Shut up, Tom. One time, I can really relate.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry. And woo, you're our saint, buddy.
0: <laughs>
2: no, I'm not. Shut up. I just—it was fun for me to say that. So, uh, go ahead, good. Everett. Sorry. That's it. I like the differences there. I probably had it twice in college. <laughs> there
0: it is, you. <laughs> so I, um, um the. Going back to kind of what you were saying, um, well, oh, back to Paul's letters. Okay, so you know, it was taught about this, and, and Rome came in and, and gave everyone what they needed. And um, I, I think back to like some of the laws in Leviticus, and, and um, just I'm, I won't throw some out there, but many of those were to set the Hebrew people apart. From you know the Babylonian, Mesopotamia, blah blah blah, uh, people of their day who would do things that um, you know, I won't say evil, but it was but a lot of the laws set them apart from the people around them, so that they could be seen as people who were a blessing to others, to bless all nations. And so there's something that just seems that there's this continual call through this call to be sober and not be drunk and so on. Um, as to be a people who are set apart and so that for uh that you may be you know the the other thing that that it said um oh gosh to be you know um to be watchful always gets turned into being <laughs> watching for you know the rapture to happen or something like that but and being vigilant but the way i see it is that be being sober and watchful so that you can uh, provide when there is a need and just not being the stumbling person out on the block who is just annoying and yelling and screaming at everybody. That's where the drunkenness, I guess could come in in one scenario. Uh, but it's something that's, you know, they're different and that's what I see and hear.
2: What, what thoughts on that? I agree, Justin.
1: <laughs> Great.
2: <laughs> we uh we definitely um the the point we're making is that drunkenness is bad, but having a glass of wine is all is not bad, right? Um but your point was um well how would you sum up your point in one sentence? The world today,
0: and and Everett kind of alluded to this. The world today, there you know, is is drunkenness is something to be celebrated, maybe it's something that was back then too. I mean, I don't think it's changed that much. So was gluttony, so is greed, and those things. And we're just called to be different from that. Um, and I think that's kind of what you were alluding to, uh, right? correct, Everett? Is that what you were yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean,
1: I I think that. Um you know, I mean, I think what made Christianity attractive in its earliest days was that it, it, its its followers lived life in in, in such a way that people were like, well, what's what's different about them, mm, right? And and you know, I mean, I I I mean, I have a I, I do a, a study you know called pub theology, and we gather and we have a you know beer and food and discuss. I don't think there's anything, um, you know, wrong with that. Um, but I, I, I do sometimes think the church, in such an effort to be quote, relevant, that we forget that our calling is not necessarily to be relevant, but
2: to be weird. Hmm. So if I listen to that, I mean, what we've said, I agree with you 100% over it. But if I'm listening to this and I'm from one of those. And do not like the church I grew up in. I'm gonna say, what is wrong with these guys? Don't the denomination
1: know? that shall not be named. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> he names it every other episode, uh, and then doesn't like... name it some episodes. <laughs> sorry. Oh, what? I'm sorry, Tom. Did we just pick on you? <laughs> That's okay.
2: What What is wrong with these guys? Don't they know about all the college kids that die from drinking right. fraternities every year? And so you can't say that it's okay to drink, right? So uh, what the so why is it that the church's response is always complete? Of, it seems like, from my experience, um, we have trouble living in that middle place. Where why we is it?
0: Why is it that college students feel they must go out and just throw away all? Um, I don't know the right word here. Inhibitions, inhibitions. and just go crazy. Because the, the, because of the prohibition, the teetotaling of all alcohol, you know, you drink a beer, you go to hell, or should we be teaching that it's the, the proper use of alcohol and things like that? I mean, it's the lack of, in my thought, it's like, well, I get here, and it's become this expectation. Oh, well, you know, I can go here, and I can do whatever it is I want, which then turns into... now there are people who, you know, there's different people. I'm not saying everyone in that regard, um, but it just seems like when you hold someone back from something, it becomes the forbidden fruit.
1: Right. Well, I think I think if you go and you look how, you know, Europe um, deals mm. with, with alcohol in which um, al- you know, it's not a taboo. Um, they don't have these, you know, strict 21-year-old laws, and so when you're younger, you're you're sitting you're 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 learning to 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 drink as an adult would drink um i think part of the the thing with when you're in college is is like you know you go to you know they cater to college students drinking in, in excess and and i mean i like i said i mean i live that life so i'm not sitting there saying oh those are you know i mean i i i, I get it i get the the reason why it's tempting and, and attractive and all and all those things. Um, but I don't think that's, you know, the, the, the li- I don't think that's the life we're supposed to be living. Would it but have I been a have, taboo but not, for but you? It's not either.
2: Would it have been a taboo for you, Everett, when you were a college kid? Had you uh, seen it done in moderation growing up and it wasn't a big deal? Well, and and I mean, I grew up in a household in which you
1: know there was moderate drinking, so it wasn't it wasn't that. It's just that 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 the the college culture, I think, encourages mass consumption um, of of alcohol. Um, part of it is is that not everybody's growing up in these households where moderate drinking has been encouraged, and and I can say that that the, the kids. Uh, that were the wildest were generally the ones who had grown up in the strictest households, right? Right. I'm, I mean, not a universal rule, but yeah, that's statistic- my stati- as st- well.
0: statistically, um, teetotaling families produce the most alcoholics. Yeah. Um, now that statistic was pretty old. <laughs> it's five years ago. I've I've read that, um, but that's just something that. Um, but
1: now that it's been quoted again. It's gonna get a new life because someone's gonna sit there and say, you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Yeah, I right.
2: Get new legs, <laughs> you know. And that's there's kinda... some researcher out there, Justin, who's really grateful for you. He's right like, now. It kept it alive. Thanks, guys.
0: <laughs> um, you know, I grew, I grew up, I grew up teetottering, and then I went into <clears throat> the the music world, and um, I mean, it's no different than college. Um, and, and so, Tom, I thought you asked a great question. If you would have, if I would have seen someone who, while everyone else is, is you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, doing shots, whatever, and they're enjoying a glass of wine, would that have called attention to me? I think that's kind of what you alluded to a moment ago. Would that being different have called something to that? Maybe so, maybe not. I, I don't know. Um, I think it gets to where there the animal instincts take over just as Everett said I was in the rock and roll world it was nothing i mean it was the same as college there um <clears throat> and so i don't know that's a that's a great thought but i, I think but i'll t-
1: say i was so i was in a fraternity and and there were there were there were guys who who did not drink um and you know there wasn't there wasn't you know i mean it was something that was joked about but it wasn't there was no, you know, I don't remember them being pressured. Um, was it due to faith? You know, to drink. Yeah. Yeah. So, really? So the ones who did. Um, there you go. <laughs> you know. And, and and the thing is, is I think if we were honest about it, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of people who, who really deeply respected it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, it's interesting because for me, the respect comes. Uh, no, 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 no. Um when I saw a Christian drinking a glass of wine for the first time, that broke down barriers for me. Wait a second, you're not supposed to do that. What? Have a glass of wine? Jesus drank wine, and that was where my you know um, thoughts shattered and the expectations. And so I think, and it obviously it has to do with the individual. You know, is this person, you know, and that's where I think each of us have to essentially be honest with ourselves, search our own hearts, you know, spend the time in, okay, I got a little bit of problem with this. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, and we need to find that place to where all, you know, inhibitions are just not thrown out the window and this is what we do. Let's do this, (laughs) you know, and just knowing ourselves and what is enough. What is good, what is not? And I think that's the tension that it holds and for each and every one of us. And within community, when you are close enough to others, there is a place to where someone can come to you and say, hey, uh, maybe you should pull back a little bit. I'm not saying that everyone should go out and do that. You need to be close to this person. There needs to be a relationship and love. It is not, you should stop drinking. It is... Hey buddy, <laughs> and things like that. Um, if that makes sense, I think that's kind of a, a good place for, uh, in my thoughts anyway, for drinking and and, and uh, in a community. And-
1: but I think I think I think that one of the keys was is that even though they didn't drink, they weren't you know going around and saying, "Oh, look at those horrible human beings who oh, are." Yeah. Yeah. So it's also you know when you're living a life differently. How do you uh, approach those who are choosing to live to live differently? Right? Right?
0: Good. Um, so are we going to cussin? We're about to. Anything else on drinking? <laughs> drinking. <laughs> All right, let's move to cussin. <laughs> Tom, watch your mouth, buddy. You I should. will. <laughs> okay what what is the origin of cuss words one of you know that should i have looked that up <laughs> uh, i don't know all right and moving on to question number two <laughs> it's just it's funny that it's funny to me that because when when you think of cussing uh you think of this this the words okay and there's the F word and the S word and all these words and and, and, um, and someone
1: Oh <laughs> someone
0: deemed them cuss mm-hmm. words. Because, you know, you could have had, you know, I don't know. I, I it's just like um, you know, the word yoke that could have been deemed some by someone that's a cuss word. Ooh, that's a bad one. (laughs) You go yoke yourself. right? And so, and then it's just like the, the middle finger, you know, or, or, uh, you know, now, now the kids are, uh, have learned apparently a pinky is the middle finger in Europe. I have no idea. There's something like something like that. And it's like, no, I can go give the middle, the pinky now. it's like, yeah, I think we've missed the point with that one.
1: You remember the Friends episode? Oh, yeah. Where where they would sit there and, like, hit their fists together um, since they couldn't give the middle finger? Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure my daughter did that to me the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! I know that. So, um, all right. What about... Go ahead.
2: Philippians, or Ephesians 4, he talks, Paul talks about... Um, corrupting talk coming out of your mouth and only um, using the words that build each other up. Mm-hmm. But he also says, as, as fits the occasion. Um, and I think of in Philippians 3, Ooh, 7 or 8 he says all of these things I have counted as rubbish and that translation is is my understanding of the Greek... It's the Greek slang for excrement. Oh,
1: really? So
2: the best English translation would be shit. So he's saying... All <laughs> Wait, these now
1: things. we're going to get an explicit on our <laughs> Don't podcast. Worry. Go, Don't worry. Tom.
2: I said that.
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm shocked that Tom's the one who went out and did it.
2: <laughs> well, I, my point is is that Paul said... and He said, as, <laughs> as is fitting the situation... And when he's describing all of this stuff that he put away for the sake of knowing Christ in Philippians 3, he's compared it to excrement, the slang word for excrement. So it's obviously fitting the situation. I think there's a difference, though, between... um, And this will make a lot of people upset if they listen to our podcast. Um, There's a difference between slang... uh, and profanity in my opinion and using god's name uh lightly right don't get down that road yet okay i'm not ready to go there um
0: i i I wanted to just go back to the fact that you're the one (laughs) that used the cuss word first
2: well i knew that you guys were thinking it wouldn't happen (laughs) he's all set apart
0: different from us
2: everett said we're called to be weird so that was the saint peter i'm not
0: quite sure to be honest how many times i've ever heard tom cuss so that 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 was that was pretty funny you caught me off guard now here's the really funny thing is i actually after you said it i got a little nervous And that's the funny thing. I got nervous as if my mom is going to listen to this and get on to me. And that's the really funny thing is that cussing is something that throughout my childhood and life was just, it was something you hid. Everybody did it, to my knowledge. You know, I mean, it was just like, and, and I'm amazed at the willpower that came along with it. Um, I grew up listening to gangster rap, gangsta rap and NWA and too short and DJ quick and all these just, you know, whatever West coast rappers. And I was a sailor in high school to my remembrance anyway. And, but if I walk through the door at home, it was all shut off immediately. And it's just like, it's just amazing that I could walk in the house and there would be nothing uttered and I could walk out of the house and it was just completely different and I could shut it off and turn it on, shut it off, turn it off. And that's that being different than who we are and we really are in different places and things like that. So, um, see,
1: I'm the exact opposite. I cannot turn it on and off. (laughs) And, 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 and so I, I largely have it off. Um, I remember when I was doing youth mm. ministry, we had a, um, a foosball table <laughs> and I was, and I was playing foosball against one of the kids and they, they beat me and I, you know, and I cussed, you know, cause that's what you do when you lose the game. <laughs> and I, and I was okay, I got to stop cussing. Oops. Um, because I, I didn't, it, it would just, it was so second nature that it would come out in places that it wasn't supposed you to. You were the youth so. minister. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I didn't catch that. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, tu- uh, go
2: can ahead, I Tom. make one more uh, scriptural point, please? Please do. A lot of places in the text where it talks about cursing, in our modern right. um, parlance, we assume that means saying using profanity. But right. right. In the scripture, that's. Um, calling down a curse on someone, something that's not really a part of our culture anymore, but we're saying, you know, I hope God damns you, or I hope Zeus strikes you down, or it it was part of their faith, and when they say don't call down curses on people, that's what they're talking about. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the verses that get, in the fundamentalist world, get used to apply to this issue, don't really have anything to do with it.
0: And that's where that's that's a um, which is a lack of because we've turned the idea of cussing into this great and noble thing to where in reality, each time a curse, it has nothing to do with this. We you know we may not curse, cuss at someone, but in our minds, we are cussing cursing them, (laughs) you know, damning them, and and thinking, you know, bad thoughts, uh, just like the Sermon on the Mount, um, where Jesus says, you know, it it is said that you should not murder, but instead, I say that you should not be angry at your brother or sister and and yell, you know, or scream raka, or whatever that, is that the right word? Raka? You fool, yeah. Yeah. You fool. Yeah, but I say you should not do that, and so... uh, it really goes back to that idea of like, okay, doing this. What does that mean? What does it mean to curse? Is this something that, back again, <laughs> and again, uh, and this is including this in my writing right now. But the idea that I could say, you know, one word, whatever it is. It's funny. I, I am keeping myself from saying it right now, and that could put me in hell and that's what it was and that's that's what again back to that it's just I'm a broken record man if you say if you cuss and you don't ask forgiveness then you're you know condemned to hell and that's that thought that was that mindset growing up and you just get to that point to where it's like well forget it why would i even bother you know it's just it's too hard why would i go down this road
2: what was the, you know what, justin ahead. when i was a a, a teenager middle schooler I, and because of my church, I really got a kick out of watching dog shivs. <laughs> dog shivs. <laughs> Good movie. Because, yeah, and it was so fun to use the word bitch appropriately, oh you know, fitting with, like, a female dog. <laughs> Not, you know what I mean? Yeah. The other guy, was so uh, taboo for me, and when I figured out I could say that, and it was okay, if I'm speaking of a literal female dog, then it was, Or ass. Know,
0: there's an ass in that pasture, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or the, the King guy, James. I was reading Harry
1: Potter to my kids. And in um, the, the second book, um, Harry Potter's aunt comes to visit. And she uses that word for the female dog. And my kids are like, oh, what? And like, they just they, they, they couldn't believe that that, that word was in, in a book. I'm like, no, it has a different meaning. So yeah, that's a, it's not that's bad
2: a, to say it in that context.
1: Right. <laughs> right, of course.
0: <laughs> Couldn't skip Sorry. By that. So, Tom that talked
2: about a, female was, dogs a lot as a kid. Yeah, that's that was right. Sixth grade, Tom. Hey. Sorry. Look at that.
1: He <laughs> oh, talked okay. about donkeys and female dogs.
0: That's right. That's right. So, um, so that's something else, is kind of along uh, and wrapping up the teetotaling process. Uh, with drinking is this it it has very similar to cussing
2: Um, now I have to say cussing
0: and where we don't know how it's used and so anytime it is it's the worst thing ever or we're just like you know we make it into the forbidden fruit it just feels like we push it down that that way Um, and so anyway uh, we'll we'll touch on that next time we'll jump into uh, the Lord's name in vain also I know Tom has some stuff that I'm going to ask him to share on that so we'll wrap this up and then continue in uh, the next episode may the peace of the Lord be always with you thanks for joining us today you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at at fun drain pod. we'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics also if you enjoy what we're doing go on to iTunes and give us a review please Thanks a lot.